Boy, just be yourself. If people don't like you for being yourself, fuck them! Oh, no, I lost my pen. You could borrow mine. Thanks. I lost something once. I lost something I couldn't live without. My identity. I don't know how I feel about these beatboxes. Like, I know they're delicious, but I feel like if I take too big of a drink of one, like, I'm really gonna taste the alcohol. So it's like, Buddy. I'm just, just gonna keep sipping. Buddy, first time I had one of these, it was del it tasted like Kool-Aid. So I just chugged, like, half of it. And I was like, all right, I'll sip the rest. <laughs> I, had, I had, like, the next two sips. And I was like, hey, anybody wanna dance? <laughs> Fred, that's I said, I wonder how drunk we are gonna be after two. And Fred was like, I'm not gonna be alive after one. <laughs> <laughs> these things smack, dude. These beatboxes are, are, pretty, are pretty fire. And honestly, all the flavors are good, too. 11%. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just short or just short, just short. There we go. Just short of a Four loco. Oh. Well, but maybe a little bit short of a Four loco. And you want to you wanna talk about the history that Four loco has. Oh, oh God. God. A beatbox is like an edible. It says one thing, but then it, it's a whole <laughs> different ball game once it actually get down to it. It looks so innocent in its container. You're like, hey, this thing can't hurt me. Yeah, and that thing is the devil. <laughs> Literally, it's the <laughs> devil in disguise. Oh man! Well, well, yeah, we love alcohol either way, and uh, as you can, as you heard, we we got the beatboxes going on tonight. We're we're sparking up. You got Cool Whip Cody on the mic, TT Fresh here, as you heard. We got Freaky Fred on the mic, Freaky mic number Fred. three, sliding in with us tonight, our producer. And uh, yeah, give a round of applause to Fred yes. there. Thank you, thank you. Yes, sir. We're getting into it, baby. Oh man, what a it was rivalry week this past week of college football. And if you missed it, you missed some good games. You missed some good fucking games. I, I mean, of course, as always, I was I was working. I missed a, a good chunk of most of them. But what I I did catch what I could. And dude, it was fun, man. You gotta love uh, rivalry week. I have yeah, to say that very tongue, slow. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, to very slow. I gotta say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll start off like right away. Um, bet the jar. Cash again. Pretty fucking easy, man. Boom. Fuck KU. K-State. That, <laughs> that was pretty much guaranteed, man. I'm gonna take that every day of the week. Now, I will say. I'm very tempted to want to take Kansas State in the Big 12 title game, Ooh. but I'm not. I'm not gonna bet the jar on that because I don't want to curse my team. I am so excited about them being in the Big 12 title game, and I don't want to. Yeah. But before we get into that, and a back-to-back bet is a little risky. Yeah, yeah. Before we get to that rivalry week this week, um, the two takeaways I had was obviously Kansas State dogging Kansas, and that mm -hmm. was just fantastic. So much fun to watch, and. The other thing is USC is right back into the contention of being oh, more yeah. fucking real, man. They oh, took yeah. it to Notre Dame, and it was, like, kind of personal, man. That rivalry between them and Notre Dame is real as it gets, man. Oh, yeah, they don't like each other. That did, one ever, bit. ever since back when Man Teo had his little uh, catfish bitch. <laughs> they, yeah, there's, there's been that deep rivalry there. Um, I, I got to say what I did catch, man. How about those Beavers, huh? Oregon State with the comeback, man, over yeah. Oregon. That was wild. That was crazy as hell. Didn't expect that. The Pac-12 just beats the shit out of itself every year man like it's luckily usc has survived but we're gonna see because usc's got in the pac-12 title game they got to play the one team that's beat them this year mm. so it's gonna be interesting what you got freaky fred i've got sc losing um i just don't think they can do it in their first year but i definitely do think after this with lincoln riley and caleb williams they're definitely set they are set for the next four or five years honestly let's uh Let's let's jump into it before we get uh, ahead of ourselves. The big thing coming up this week is championship week. So we have all mm -hmm. five of the major five conferences are playing their championship game games, and uh, 
there is a lot on the line. Like, these games oh, yeah. could completely shake up. I mean, we could see Alabama back in the top four. Mm. Like, I mean, yeah. shit could go absolutely insane. So it's going to be a fun one. We'll start with uh, we'll start with the Pac-12 out here out west. We got the USC Trojans going up and facing the Utah Utes. Now, the last time they played was it thirty-one thirty? USC lost, I believe it was thirty-one thirty. So somewhere close. It was a one-point game. Um, they had to play in Utah, which I don't know personally because I don't watch a lot of Utah games. But I've heard that Utah is a place that you just do not want to go in and play a football game. Like I, you, you may be able to speak to that a little bit, Fred. Especially as a black man. Uh, boy, <laughs> well, I I didn't even know it was that. I didn't even know. I that's what I said. I had no idea. Do you, do you know why people had, dude? Like uh, at the Jazz games, a lot of the NBA players this last couple of years have been saying like, it's hard to go play in Utah. Like they compare that to playing in Boston. Nothing but the N word coming out as soon as you hit that court, dude. Ah, damn. It's, that's oh, it's a, oh, it's ooh. They don't play them Mormons. And, and Utah plays fucking hard at home. So giving them a neutral field and having the the hype. That you, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a, uh, could be a big letdown spot for USC because you just come off the big Notre Dame win. Caleb Williams looks like he might be wrapping up the Heisman. Mm. Caleb Williams is, I mean, monster. Look, we talk about how excited we are for CJ Stroud and, and what's his name from Alabama coming out this year? Young. Young, Bryce Young. Um, next year, Caleb Williams, <laughs> whoever gets that, I mean, that could just completely change your franchise around. That dude is a absolute baller and he's been that way since a true freshman. The first time they met was actually it was forty three to forty two Utah. Mm, forty three yeah, so to forty two. It was a one point game. Yeah. What a now see that's that's where I get worried because if somebody like Utah can come in at forty two on you, even if you do beat Utah in this title game, everything comes into consideration with these rankings, dude. Yeah. How you oh. how you beat them, who you beat, Absolutely. what you scored, it all goes into that and, algorithm. And I think a hundred percent if um, USC goes in here and wins this game that they're going to get into the playoffs because they're just they're avenging their one loss. If you yeah. go in in the title game and avenge your one loss, you basically earn your way into the playoffs. But they got that momentum and plus it, it, it football in any level of football, it's hard to beat a team twice, dude. You play a team multiple times in a season, look at division opponents. You could even look at like high school teams. They got to play, you know what I mean? Like it like I said at every level, like to see a team twice in that season, it's hard to beat them twice, dude. Oh, absolutely, 100%. And USC is riding high. But I do worry if USC makes it in. USC makes it into the uh, college football playoff. It's going to be similar to like an Oklahoma or anybody from the Big 12 that makes it in. That mm. their offenses are okay, but defensively you cannot compare to these guys. And their defense is good enough to stop you a few times. So you might be able to put up 15, 20 points. Are you going to stop them from putting up 40? Mm. You know what I mean? And that's right. And I really don't think. Uh, you know, so I, I'm excited to see. I hope USC makes it because it's fun to see a Cali team back in it. And USC oh, yeah. grows back to the top so quick. But I don't see, even if they make the playoffs, that they're going to be real contenders. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I, I, I said it a couple podcasts ago. Uh, USC, I, I want to root for them, but you know what? They, they don't deserve to win anything until Reggie Bush gets the Heisman back, baby. Never going to happen. They, 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 should, they should have a curse on them until he gets his Heisman. Then they can start winning some shit. Even with Lincoln Riley, I hope it's a curse type thing. Just, you know, one of those football gods that you can't explain it. And uh, we're actually doing this in order. We have some – and that was not even planned. That game is the first game of the conference titles. It's going to be played Friday, December 2nd. Oof. And uh, at 5 p.m. USC is a three-point favorite there. Wow. Um, I kind of like those odds. I just had to look this up. Utah's offense is averaging 36 points overall, 37 in the conference. And USC is averaging 30 points flat in both the conference and overall. Damn. So if it comes down to points, 
Utah could take it. But Caleb Williams with them three touchdown runs is a game changer. Yeah. But, e- I mean, even if it came down to just that and you had to go off of the book, I, I still feel like, I mean, like, there's personal opinion to these judges, to the guys, that panel that makes the 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 rank the official rankings, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just the computer and that algorithm. They still have those panelists, those, you know, elite college guys that uh, that make the schedule and all that shit. Um, and they're very biased. You know, they're very personal in what they do. They know what's going to sell, too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They know you're getting more viewers having SC in the playoffs than you are having Utah. Oh, absolutely. SC is one of the three, you know, along with literally SC, Texas, and Notre Dame, even though they're not like Alabama in terms of winning the titles. Like, those are the three kind of bread makers of college football. Texas, USC, and Notre Dame, they bring in bukus amounts of money. Yeah, ridiculous. But, okay, so let's get to our next game and the one that I've already talked about a little bit. My Kansas State Wildcats in the Big 12 title game Versus the number four ranked TCU Horn Frogs, probably one of the biggest surprises this year. TCU staying undefeated, oh, still undefeated, playing some close ass games and just finding a way to win week in and week out. And like they're number four right now, and they're yeah. it sucks because they're an undefeated team, and it's them, Michigan and um, Georgia. And I really think Michigan and Georgia can still lose and make it into the college football playoffs, and TCU cannot lose and make it into the playoffs. They're not going to make it in with one loss. They'll probably put an Alabama in with two Mm. losses over a TCU with one. So that's a must-win for TCU, but just keep an eye out. My Kansas State Wildcats are just – they've been frisky this year, and they're upset alert. Just keep an eye out for the upset alert. Nothing's a guarantee. Nothing's a guarantee, baby. You got to play it out. And the Big 12 – look, Big 12 title game, I know they're not always the – contenders to win the playoff and you know to be the national champion but one thing you could say about the big 12 is they produce offense and they score lots of points so if you want to come watch some points being scored watch a fun game i guarantee you it's going to be high scoring if you want to bet bet the over on that game it's always fun to bet the over on a big 12 game so uh yeah super excited about that one go wildcats baby go wildcats let's see him do something hey let's see him shock the world and that game is played on saturday december 3rd the first game 9 a.m., TCU minus two and a half is the favorite there. Fred, you got anything to add to this game? The Big 12 one? Yeah, or Big okay, 12. So Kansas State, TCU. Oh, Kansas State and TCU. No, I'm rocking with Cody on this one. Kansas State Wildcats all the way. TCU has been in, the, like, some nail biters against, like, backup quarterbacks. You know, they've knocked out a lot of starting quarterbacks this year and still barely got away, but – They've proven that they're, you know, a good team. And it would be fun to see TCU in the playoffs, man. That was – I mean, remember what was the TCU part of the Mountain West or the big – you know, the was it the Mountain West they were part of with Boise State there a while back? Yeah, the Mountain West. So they've really come a long way, man. They've grown. Um, all right, let's get into – we're going to skip the third one and go over here to the fourth one because this one's probably not going to have really any um, playoff um, – what do you, you want to call it? It's not going to, you know. Implications? Yeah, playoff implications. There you go. Tyler's a smart guy. Um, it is. I was, was good in English class. It is the ACC championship game. Clemson versus North Carolina. Jeez. Um, I don't know. I, the ACC has just been down so bad these last few years. And Clemson has, I mean, Unga Olele or how did I say that right? I don't even know how to say it, but <laughs> it, was, it was close. Um, Remind me again, what state is the Clemson school in? Is it Louisiana? South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Okay, yeah, see, okay. I wasn't sure. All Clemson has to do to fix their problems, and we will see it next year, is this kid, Cade Clubdick. Their backup they have right now. Wait, wait, I need you to to say his name. (laughs) Cade Clubnick. 
Almost, yeah, okay, Club Nick. Club, Club Nick. What were you thinking? Club Dick? or? Yeah, I mean, I heard of a Club Foot, but I didn't. <laughs> thought it was just a Club Sandwich. <laughs> I heard of a Club Sandwich, a Club Foot. I heard of going to the club. But uh, <laughs> this is a good time for these little jokes because this is a bad game. Uh, you know, this is, If you're going to miss one of the big five conference championship <laughs> games, this is the one. If you want to work on your stand-up material, <laughs> turn on the Clemson game and, and get to writing. It's oh. a perfect opportunity. So now we'll um, – oh, I skipped two games actually. Okay, so now, you know, I don't know. Probably Clemson in that game. You think I think Clemson's probably going to beat North Carolina. They got their minus seven-and-a-half point favorites. I'm taking North Carolina. Really? North Carolina? I mean, okay, I can see it. You goddamn Tar Heel. North Carolina, I just – I can't – I've literally let the blind go out like five times. I'm not – It's because that's, that's, that's a wood. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm sweating over here. Profusely, oh. it's just it's oh. kicking my ass. Okay, let's get, let's move on here. Are you nervous? I'm a little nervous. I know we make look, nervous, Kansas State in the Big Twelve title game, man. You gotta you gotta get a sweat on for that, man. Yeah. My Wildcats. The year that I went to Kansas State, I think we finished two and eight. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so, I did for you. And this then the next year, didn't you guys win ten games that following year? I know the next year we beat Oklahoma in Can in Manhattan, and like the wow. whole town oh, yeah. was uh, pretty much on fire. I was supposed to be there. I missed it for work. Bullshit. So basically, basically that's a good thing. Like basically, you need to miss. All the games and all this, and you guys are gonna do good. Look at the Denver Broncos right now. I literally curse franchises that I like. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. So dog, it's tough. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on the next one here. Number. Are they gonna? They're probably gonna be number. T- no. Are they gonna be number two? Uh, Michigan after this, the new playoff rankings. They're probably gonna be number two, huh? Unless Georgia wins a close one, Michigan will make that jump. So we have Purdue versus Michigan in the Big Ten title game. Mm. How's Purdue been this year? Not good. Uh, the the division, uh, like Ohio State and Michigan's division, is like a powerhouse conference, and then the rest of the Big Ten, which is I think the Big Ten East or West, whichever one that Michigan State, Ohio or Michigan and Ohio State aren't in, is yeah. just it's just been trash this year. I mean, I think Damn. let's see, Purdue is eight and four. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> and they're in the Big Ten title game. So that's crazy. I don't know, but Michigan has played. Close games, like against teams that aren't that great, and then a now see this is lost to Penn State, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And these are some high numbers here. Now they have Michigan favored by sixteen and a half points. That sounds is Purdue that bad? Bad? No, um, I I have to say Purdue has a track record of upsetting big teams. They since since they've been a program, they have seventeen wins against top five opponents. Second. Has 11. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, so Purdue, upset alert maybe. Yeah. Well. And, and looking at these numbers here, I'm formulating a bet the jar for this week. And after this next oh. game, we'll come up with the bet the jar here. Oh, here it we go. It might even be a little crazy. I might do a bet the jar parlay. I can see those wheels turning. So, yeah. this is interesting. I'm excited. Okay, last and final game. And this is probably the one that I'm excited about most. And everybody's usually always the most excited about this game. That is the SEC championship game, baby. Yes. The number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs versus Woo. the LSU Tigers. Now, I don't think there's any way in hell. <laughs> I tried to just move on, and Fred broke it. Fred was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Boo. I just didn't know which button to press. It, it might have been a dud. There it is, right there. Oh, bad. So, yeah, but. That'll be a hell of a game. It's going to be a hell of a game, and I think Georgia's probably, I mean, Georgia's by far the better team, so they're going to walk out of this pretty easily but I will say if 
anybody is going to beat Georgia from here on out, from here all the way to the national title game, I truly think LSU has the best chance. I don't think anybody that's going to be in the top four is going to touch Georgia. Go Tigers. So, yeah, so this could be this could be fun. And, I mean, LSU could play themselves into – so, look, if, it, if things mix themselves up, Georgia's going into the playoffs either way, even with the loss in the SEC, FCC they title game. Go. They're going to go into – if the bottom three fall apart, like Fred's talking about, LSU wins. So all four, all the top four lose. Georgia's still going to be in it. Now, when you got the mix-up, that last, that number four seed, it might, it just might come down to Alabama and LSU. LSU having one more loss than Alabama, but didn't LSU beat Alabama and they have the SEC title? That could be a three-loss LSU team in the playoffs. That wow. would be crazy. The first time ever a three-loss team is in the playoffs. Yeah, that, I was. I've never heard of no shit like that. So, and I, I mean, I, I don't, that's just a little I know about college ball. So that is that is crazy. But you have to consider it the way that they finished out the year. I mean, they beat some dogs, man. So yeah, I would watch out for LSU. But all right, Fred, final prediction: top four, who's in the playoffs? Georgia for sure. I don't want to see Alabama, and I'm an Alabama fan, so I refuse to say Alabama. I think Michigan stays, and then I think LSU, I'm with you on that. With the three losses, I think it would be crazy, but if anyone can do it, it's that LSU team with a Bama win and an SEC championship and being the number one team in the nation. And four, I have no idea. Uh, I'm. I have no idea. That one is TBD. It's gonna be interesting. I. I think it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, probably USC, and then, like Fred said, that fourth one. I don't. It's really gonna. TCU can completely mix things up with a loss. With TCU loss, it's yeah. like, what the fuck is a playoff committee? And we could really. This might be the first. I, I guess the four seed has been a little undecided for you know some year or in previous years, but this would be the first year if, if absolute chaos and pandemonium happens on Saturday. Yeah, we could be going into Selection Sunday, which is where they pick the final four teams, being like, mm. we have no fucking clue who's going to be in the playoffs, and that would be so fun to watch, man. Yeah, I'll say that's when the excitement is, is at its most. And no matter what, somebody's going to be pissed off, and somebody's going to be happy, and Twitter's going to be lit, and it's just it'll be a fun night over. Someone's right going to get snubbed every every year. I mean, there's always going to be the snub. There's always teams that deserve to be in that top four, and they just don't make it. So, you know, we, we, we'll have to see. I'm personally, I would love to see TCU get in there, man. That's a oh, great. Uh, I I actually wanted to go to TCU like freshman sophomore year high school really? just because I had caught one of their games and I was like, huh, purple uniforms? Those look fucking dope. Only reason I was like, okay, TC, and that was back when I still had that. Yeah, back when I still had that delusion. I'm like, oh, get a football scholarship, and yeah, Yeah. before I realized that wasn't gonna happen. What a delusion! I was, I I was on that. Yeah, I had the same delusion, man. You know, it all, it all happens. Um, But before we move on to, and I'm just really dreading getting into NFL talk because the Broncos just make it harder and harder on me every week. But we are gonna go back at it with a bet the jar, baby. Oh, bet the jar. So. This is going to be interesting and extremely risky, and I'm not sure how we're going to count this towards our overall standings. I'm going to do a bet the jar parlay, two-team parlay. Okay. And it is going to be LSU and Purdue with the with the points, point spread. And the only reason I say that, they're giving Michigan 16.5 points. They're giving Georgia 17.5 points. 
This is a conference championship. Game. I, was gonna say, I don't care how much better you think these teams are. It's conference champ. That's too many points, bro. Yeah, I don't think I'm not expecting any real blowouts like that. I think that'd be surprising to see. So two team parlay, LSU and Purdue plus the points. It's gonna pay out, baby. I don't know how we'll put that towards our standings. We'll, we'll talk about it next week after I pull out the dub and you all get your free money. But hey, there the, it is. The, the, the stand is gonna be a, a W is a W because I I, I no, I'm, I'm basically just shooting myself in the foot because a two two team parlay is twice as risky and it, it's no extra reward. But you know what? We're doing it anyways. <laughs> when when have we ever done things the safe way? <laughs> You're right. When have we ever done things the 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 normal way? I like, like to that. think of myself when I think of myself in my sports betting. I really think of myself, and I'm just like, man, I got to be unlimited. <laughs> Boy, if you don't get... Speaking of unlimited, but I don't even want to get in the Broncos. You can talk about the Eagles first. Oh, let's get them out of the way. People, I mean... Okay, uh, we'll talk we about We got to talk about them. Nathaniel Hackett needs to be fired. Like, this week, next week, it's got he's got to go. That's the first step. Um, I don't know, man. This, this year is just completely shot. I think that went out again, uh, to be honest. I just handed that to you, but I might need that, that. later. But... Yeah, it, it was truly embarrassing. I don't know if you saw our defensive tackle Purcell came off the field after getting a personal mm-hmm. personal foul penalty. Um, I don't know if Russ said something to him or what, but he turned around and got in Russ's face and just alpha the fuck out of Russ. The only the only good part of the Broncos game, like the only part that was like uh, worth watching in the whole Broncos game, was yeah Purcell coming off that off that off the field with that foul. And, uh, yeah, I, I know Russ had to say something, just something so fucking Russ-like. Like, got to be better than that, guys. All, all, all for one, one for all. <laughs> it just, oh, my Something gosh. cheeky. And, he, and Purcell just, that was it. That, that, that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And I'm surprised he didn't body slam him. I would I would have been fought Russ in the locker room, if I'm being honest. He would have had to catch some paws, dude. Yeah, it's – I hope Russ at some point begins to realize that people don't like him and maybe that will make him – like stop doing this fucking character bullshit. It, it just everything he does feels fabricated and it feels well, like it's not. I mean, dude, I think he authentic. does. I think he's doing all that because he doesn't like himself, dude. <laughs> like this, <laughs> this, this problem starts at the root, my guy. Like, yeah, he's got to fix himself before he worries about us. You won a Super Bowl. You have a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract, and you're married to Ciara. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you wouldn't like yourself. I would love myself. Absolutely love myself more than anybody else in the world in that situation. Me fucking too. You have no so, reason not to. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's yeah. going on with the guy. But Nathaniel Hackett, after the game, they asked him about uh, Purcell coming off and yelling at Russ. He said he didn't even know it happened. In the video, you could see Nathaniel Hackett standing next to Russell Wilson. He knows exactly <laughs> Like, what. literally pretended like it, like... Nathaniel Hackett is just... He probably had that little smirk on him as Russ is getting yelled at. He was probably just like... <laughs> I, didn't know a, I didn't know a head football coach could be so bad in his first year. Like, to take a team with, with so... I mean, young and, and not 100% proven yet, other than, I guess, technically Russell Wilson in the past, our offenses, but they're talented. And Dude, Cortland Sutton should be a top-10 fantasy quarterback. He should be. Wide receiver. receiver. I mean, I mean rec- yeah, sorry, <laughs> fantasy receiver. Sorry, excuse me. But yeah, he he should be top ten. Like just like our offense did more last year with Drew Locke. With Drew fucking yeah, Locke. That's I don't, what I mean. That's what I mean, dude. I don't it's, care how much I hate Russell Wilson. He is better than Drew Locke in every sense of the way, other than personality wise. But um, so yeah, Hackett's got to go. And then I I mean, I'm at the point I'm gonna have to give Russ another year just because I know I have to because I know you he's you can't stuck. eat that money, dude. You guys are yeah, stuck. he's stuck either way. So I just gotta I gotta bite the bullet. I gotta say Russ is corny as fuck. But maybe we get a offensive coordinator, a, a you know a head coach that 
can really mix it up and, you know, Sean Payton maybe and then the Broncos pick it up next year. So that's what we got to hope for. Well, shit, speaking of needing a new coordinator, uh, I, uh, I fucking the, – the Eagles need it. Unless we win the Super Bowl this year – Immediately, our first move next year has to be get rid of Jonathan Gannon, our defensive coordinator, and we're, we're getting a new a new coordinator to run that defense because that's a, literally our biggest weak spot. I think I, you know we 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 handled our business against Aaron Rodgers, against the Packers. Um, and you know I I mean I thought it was gonna be I knew it was gonna be a close game. We didn't dominate them. It was a close game, and I expected that. But I I did, I did ultimately like what I saw. I mean you know we're we're still riding high. We're still we're still going strong. The most, the main thing that I like really like remembered from the whole game because I was pretty slosh last night for that game too. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty drunk for my for my Eagles playing, but uh, Jordan Love coming in the game, dude, and uh, throwing a touchdown to fucking Christian Watson's ass. Well, young guy to young guy, and I mean, like I know that I, like, he threw a five yard in route and Christian Watson ran for eighty yards. He, and he, and he, and he took let's it. let's not it, give Love too much credit. But it still looks good, and he did yeah, still look good with his other stuff too. Like obviously he's not Aaron Rodgers, but. He's growing. After this year, growth. After this year, th- there's got to be a couple questions as to what when it's going to be time. Hey, I've I've had the luck of catching a football from him. His spiral's pretty nice. It's, it, I won't say that because that's just uh, a joke. Right after what I was about to say, so I I shouldn't. For those of you that you don't know, idea. yeah. For those of you that don't know, Jordan Love played in our hometown here, where all of us are here from Bakersfield, California. And Jordan Love played at Liberty High School here. And uh, yeah, Fred, like Fred just said, he's he's played with him a bit. And yeah, dude, dude's the real deal. Dude's dude's talented. And I remember when he got drafted to Green Bay, I was like, holy fuck, Aaron Rodgers' backup is a cat from fucking my hometown, Bakersfield. And he, and Aaron Rodgers played at community college not too far from here, a Butte uh, community. Butte, yeah, Butte community. a couple hours up north. Yeah. I'll be damned. It's it's really something. So I have some thoughts about your Eagles after Sunday's game. Obviously, I was watching it with you. Yeah. Um, this is probably the first week that I can say I might have a few concerns for your Eagles. Not and, and this week. I, I, I know, I know. But were you two weeks ago? <laughs> first off, I'm so sick of you guys hitting the running back at the line of scrimmage and then him gaining seven yards. That's so fucking annoying, and I'm not even the Eagles fan to watch you hit the running back over and over at the line of scrimmage, bro, and he gains six yards. All, all our, bro, our tackling is so abysmal sometimes, dude. That's what I mean. We still haven't even gone against Derrick Henry, dude. We have to play the Titans next week, and I am petrified of Derrick Henry. Like, yeah, I don't know why these motherfuckers aren't there. They miss so many tackles. And second off, come playoff time. You guys are going to be in a bad spot if you let the opposing offense start at the 50-yard line every time because your kickoff they can't can't stop them from running halfway up the field every time. Every time. <laughs> so that that's those are my two concerns now. Like you know, if you're giving somebody that kind of field position in playoff time when you're playing somebody like the Niners or the Vikings, um, well, I, maybe still with the Vikings because Kirk Cousins is going to blow it. But still, you don't want to let a team start at the 50. No, every, no, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. It's it's our open field tackling, op- just aggression on the defensive side. It, yeah, it, it needs a little bit of work. Um, James Bradbury should not be making uh, tackling the running back in, at the at the line of scrimmage. You know, what I mean, or like five yards in front of the line of scrimmage, like when two of our defensive ends have already put hands on him. Our both our linebackers have bumped into that guy. Why is James Bradbury making a tackle? He should not be making the final tackle. That guy, that running back or whoever, should have been taken down yards ago. <laughs> yeah. Now, plus side, with Jalen Hurts playing the way he is, and you know he's going to continue to play the way he is, 
if Miles Sanders plays like he did last night in the playoffs, you guys are going to be tough to beat. I don't care how your defense or special teams is playing. That offense is fucking unstoppable when both of those guys are cooking, man. Yeah, we get that wow. RPO running. You can't stop us. We're, 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 too, we're, we're going too fast. Going too hard, too. Both those guys are strong-ass runners. Strong as fuck runners. You truck through most people. You just you mentioned going too hard right there, and I think we're about done with Eagles talk here. Um, <laughs> okay, that's not where I was going at with that. But uh, Lamar Jackson might have went a little too hard on a buddy on Twitter after his loss on Sunday. As he should have. As he should have. <laughs> I would have talked. I, I honestly, after that game and having to go on Twitter and see that, that probably was the first thing he saw too. I would have. I would have. I would have responded too. Talking. What, shit. what did he say at the end? The only thing you see is. Like dick or something like it was the inside of your basement or something. I can't even remember, but I know he was saying, "Shut the fuck up, weenie ass!" Like you don't know yeah, shit you, about the game. You, you never seen a fucking football field. All you see, yeah, was like oh, dude, it was like holy shit. Lamar was pissed. Yeah, and guys, the, and that is the third time the Ravens this year have uh, in the fourth quarter just been completely. The, I mean, pretty much all year, dude. They, they just fall apart. That defense has allowed, um, I think, all year like sixty three points in their fourth quarters. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Like, of course you're losing these games. Of course people are coming back. That is absolutely terrible. Like, the defense has just got to do something. Like, you guys are, like, basically just non-existent in the fourth quarter. And, yeah, dude, this, I mean, it's it's not a good look. Third game this year where these motherfuckers have given up the big lead, a, a, a double-digit lead. And uh, I, it's not, not a good look. Still, regardless Pay that man Lamar. Just give him his fucking money. Just just give him his money and get it over with. You're an, you're an idiot. Yeah. If you if you if you think Lamar should not be paid, you you don't you don't know much about football. I'm sorry. It, it would be so stupid for them to lose. You're not gonna, especially like they've literally built their offense around a Lamar Jackson yes. style quarterback. And guess what? There's only one Lamar Jackson style quarterback. So if they don't pay him, Lamar, come on over to New York, man. Go be with Saquon. Come I would on, hate man. That. Come I on. would hate that. That would make the NFC beast just, oh, my God, so stupid. Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts in the same division is disgusting. Yeah, We would dominate the NFC. That's pretty we, – we, we're missing out on – I forgot we got Freaky Fred on here. Freaky Fred, you're, you're Giants. Losing to the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. It was rough. Um, but I've continued to tell my friends that we don't have the luxury of turning the ball over and being able to win football games. We have to play perfect football from start to finish. True. And our defense can be a little iffy, but our we cannot turn the ball over. We cannot. Yeah, and I mean, honest, I mean, as much as I wanted you guys to beat the Cowboys, I kind of did figure they would win. But, uh, again, bullshit calls by the refs, man. These fucking refs, dude. You guys got played. Uh, ineligible man downfield, total bogus call, dude. Like, talk about a nitpicked fucking flag, dude. Like, that should not have been a flag on that. It should have been a touchdown to start the game off, and that would have completely changed the whole momentum. It yeah. was even worse that he, he had hit that little marker, and then you see him go back, and he realized he was a little too far, and he went back, and you still threw the flag after that. Yeah, it's bullshit. Fuck those refs, and fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, hey, but, okay, last NFC East team we haven't spoke of the commanders and the only reason i'm going to bring the commanders up because as of right now as they won dude they won but as of right now as the playoff picture stands the nfc beast is in the playoffs all four yeah, fucking teams because they just won right now yeah so they're, <laughs> all they're, four they're, teams they're, are in the playoffs they're right there in the hunt or yeah they're, they're not in the hunt they're in the third in. wild spot oh, yeah. wild card spot the nfc beast has the whole wild card division like log all three wild card spots that's crazy that's that's gross. <laughs> so it's uh it's gonna be fun down the stretch, and there's a very good chance because I think the next 
team up in the hunt is the Seahawks. Yeah. And the Seahawks are another one of them teams that, yeah, they're good, but they kind of have to play a, a perfect style of football to yeah. go out and beat these teams that are more talented than they are. I, I was going to say, if it wasn't for Josh Jacobs, they would have won. But, but, bro, it's a shout-out for fucking Josh Jacobs. went crazy this week. He's having a season, dude. Over 300 yards of total offense. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude, he's having a season. If you, if you, if we were to talk about non-quarterback MVP candidates, Josh Jacobs is, is up there. He's a top three, I would say. Uh, we've gone to about non-quarterback um, MVPs. Who's your number one? Um, oh uh, shit! Oh, I have an answer, and you're not gonna like it. No, I was no. Honestly, like if you really want to talk about it, Micah Parsons. That's exactly. Who I was one, gonna dude. say that dude is. And and, and you, that's how you know I'm, it's just the truth because I hate it. But like, dude, like you want to talk about the give value to that team? If there was no Micah Parsons, these Cowboys would like have like uh, four wins, dude. It would be like if they lost. Micah Parsons, it would be like the Steelers' defense without T.J. Watt. Like, literally, t- like they're exactly. a top-five defense with them. They're, like, bottom five without them. Exactly. So, it would, it would be Minka. And I'd say Tyreek uh, uh, is maybe at that number okay. two. Tyreek's been balling this Tyreek's year. Tyreek's having an insane year, dude, and he's been the total difference maker in Miami for two. A two of winning all these games. How he hasn't – he personally hasn't lost a game yet still, I'm pretty sure, um, while he's been in for Miami. And, yeah, it has. it's totally because of Tyreek. Marco. Polo. That was smooth. That's, some, that's some back in the day shit right there. If you're if you an old smoker, you know all about that right there. All right, all right. Well, let's. And to round out, before we move on, just to uh, round out, we're watching live at the time of recording. The Steelers just uh, took down the Colts 24 17. I didn't watch not a second of this game, and I wasn't like I wasn't anticipating watching any of this game. We, did, we didn't miss anything. Hey, Darius, you still suck, man. <laughs> You heard it here first, Darius. Yeah, I don't. I th- I, th- I think you're kind of cute though, so it's okay. Sorry, Darius. It's it's been voted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, speaking of being voted in or out, um, Zach Wilson, as we talked about last week, got voted out as the starting quarterback of the New York Jets. Rightfully so. And um, Mike White might have made that permanent on Sunday, boy, because he had over 300 yards and three touchdowns in the game, and the Jets whooped on the Bears. But he went crazy. <laughs> And what's wild is they went against the Bears, who had to start Trevor Simeon, um, because you know Justin Fields didn't end up playing this week. Game time decision was Trevor Simeon. It was almost Nathan Peterman Dude. off the Bills practice squad who had come up. But yeah, they went, ended up going with Simeon. Simeon had a decent game, dude. He wasn't trash out there. He went up, put up some okay numbers, and it was not as good as Mike White. But it was just crazy that like, who on their NFL bingo card for this week had Mike White? And Trevor Simeon having some of the best quarterback stats of the week. <laughs> dude, crazy. And for those of you that don't know Nathan Peterman, if that dude's going to play, I'm in. He um, started over Tyrod Taylor for the Bills before they got Josh Allen a few years ago. Yeah. He threw four interceptions in the first half of the game. And ever since that, Nathan Peterman, as soon as that name comes. He's been a running joke <laughs> it's for all football fans. <laughs> and everybody loves to watch him play because they just want to see him throw another four, man. Shouts out to my boy Tommy in my fantasy football chat, uh, my stoner league chat. He's a... He's a he's a he's a big fan of uh, Nathan Peterman. He's always he, he loves that joke. We, he he keeps that running joke going, and and it's funny every time. <laughs> I love it. So all right, but but back to the point here. Do, I mean, do you see Zach Wilson getting the job back this year? Is or Absolutely at all? Absolutely not. You don't think so in any scenario? Unless Mike White like comes back out in these next couple weeks and like really stinks up the joint. <laughs> You you got to just keep him in. You can't. You got. I mean, it's shit. Even even still, I might put Flacco in if Mike White came and stunk it up. But I think Mike White's gonna just carry him out the rest of the season, dude. Try to fight for that other playoff spot, that little wild card spot in their division. Maybe try to win the division now because 
who's on top? Miami's on top in their in their division. Yeah, Miami, Miami, and then uh, Buffalo, Buffalo, and then them. Yeah, and the and the Jets are probably still a team that's a year or two away from being really competitive. But that defense is putting them up there pretty early. Like, and they're they're going to be a team that's frisky towards the end. Now to counteract the Mike White being so good on Sunday, he played the Bears defense, which is one of the yeah. worst defenses in the league. This it is true. Gives up a crazy amount of points every week. It's easy to look good. You look good. Right. You look good. Zach Wilson's kind of holding this team back from being as good as they could be because they have the weapons and that that inexperience at quarterback is kind of what's holding the Jets team back from taking that next step. Yeah, if they if they wanna if they want somebody who can go bag a milf, hey, Zach Wilson's your guy. <laughs> and the worst part is, did you see him all Sunday on the sidelines pouting the the memes about him turning to the dark side because he looked like Anakin Skywalker on the sidelines sitting down like. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. I think that's everything I got from the. I mean the the Bucks are back to looking bad again. They lost, so there's that. Um, and a next week they got the Saints, so I don't know. I think that it's a divisional matchup. A divisional matchup, you could potentially lose. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're we're doing a little little phone in right here, a little surprise for the the listeners. Hello, hey, Mr. Back. What is the deal, buddy? <laughs> We have Mr. D Slickback on the podcast with us here, baby. We had to call him in because we needed him on tonight. We, we, people have been waiting for you, man. We've been we've been hyping you up, talking about we can't wait to get your little chocolate self on here. I've been talking every week, and then you just keep fucking shutting me out. Me and my chocolate friends. <laughs> oh my god. The people want to hear from you, man. What you what, tell, tell us what you want on this wonderful uh, Monday night. Me, I am currently sitting here sipping a good glass of Cavassier. That's right, baby, because it's suds and buds. So you suds know we suds. That. Yeah. For those that don't know about that Cavassier, imagine Hennessy, <laughs> but in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's that. Uh, that's that, that. That cognac, but it's the. It's that cone back. That hood nigga remedy. Hood it's, nigga it's, remedy. It's a hood nigga night quill. Boy, me and Tyler last night before the football game, when it decided to make ourselves some thug passion. We each had one cup of Thug Passion, and we were turned the fuck up leaving this apartment. <laughs> thug Passion, nah, no play, no jokes. Crazy. Nigga, I was humping the door handle on the way out. <laughs> Hell nah. Bro, I'm telling you, thug, that Thug Passion hit. What y'all, what y'all make it with? What y'all had? Hennessy and what? And hypnotic. We didn't have an Alizé. Okay, okay. We did okay. hypnotic. Yeah, did it with that nautic. Yeah, but it's still the same thing, man. I think so. I mean, you know, it's, it's, Christmas, it's Christmas season. You know, we got to have some eggnog and, and Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? Eggnog, had, Hennessy. Never had eggnog in my life. Dude, it, well, it, if it, I, I, eggnog's not really? bad. It's not a bad drink, but the best way to have eggnog is either Irish with the with the uh, Bailey's whiskey in it or with Hennessy. Definitely doing it with Bailey's and Hennessy both. Oh, We're going to mix them. We're going to mix them. They're both good. Can you imagine mixing Irish whiskey and Hennessy into a shot together? That might be the single worst thing you'd ever I take. would do that shit. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine how you fun it'd be? You would do it, D? Fuck yeah, nigga. I drink nipples and buttery nipples and... Buttery nipples. All time... If you go to a restaurant... If you ever, listeners, find yourself lucky enough to go to the bar with D, you're going to see this nigga order a buttery nipple and you're going to drink one too. <laughs> They're really good. Oh, you yeah, can't I'll deny them. For good. And, if you, and if you're having a good enough time... You gonna have a sex on the beach, or no? Uh, what is it? The uh, no, I'm sorry. 
You gonna have a blowjob? No, shot. it's a it's a blowjob. Yeah. Blow Do you take it the proper way? I take my blowjob the right the, the the way you're supposed to. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's done it the way he's supposed to, and and he don't forget the eye contact I, I, either. I, I, the, I don't do it often though. The, 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 <laughs> the, most, the most important part is the eye contact. You got to stare your boy in the face when you do your shot. Can't be caught slipping. Hey, what y'all yo. smoking on over there? We just covered up with our 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 sports segment, man. We 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 finished that up, and uh, we 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 went ahead and did that without you, because for those that don't know, this nigga is a Patriots fan, and he ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> Besides all the damn championships we won. Yeah, yeah. Keep living in the past, nigga. You sound like a Cowboys fan eventually. In the past, baby. <coughs> uh, yeah, we, we ain't gonna go there. What you smoking on over there? Oh yeah, he got that he got that gas gas over there. That's that should that should taking him out. That's well, what we like to hear. Well my man D's recovering. Why don't you jump us into the first entertainment topic? D go ahead and jump in and say whatever you want to say whenever you want to say it, man. Oh yeah. For first first little bit, some some pretty interesting, I guess, kinda like sad news, I guess. I don't know. Definitely. But yeah, it's definitely sad. sad. But uh Chris Hemsworth, the actor who does Thor, everybody knows Chris Hemsworth, blonde, Australian dude, pretty boy. Um, he has like this uh, Disney Plus or Discovery Plus like show uh, called um, <laughs> Nothing to Do with Russell Wilson, but it's called Unlimited, <laughs> and it's just like about like expo- he like pushing the boundaries of like his body stuff, like crazy skydiving and crazy shit like that. But I guess he did some like tests, some genealogical tests or something like that, and he found out that he carries like two specific types of genes, like genetic traits, um, that basically relate to and can cause early onset Alzheimer's and like basically he gets it on both sides so it's almost kind of like a guarantee like percent mathematically have like Alzheimer's and dementia and shit yeah and when he found that out like he had eventually announced that he gonna take a break from acting um you know probably just I guess to deal with you know talk with his family and be like you know hey I need a max 100% of time with y'all Right now, because in fucking 10 years, it's it's called early onset for a reason. You ain't got to be old to get it. You can be in your 40s and start to get bad memory loss. So, I don't know. He probably dealing with a lot. But uh, I bring it up not just because, you know, we hope that shit. We hope the best for Chris Hemsworth. We hope he don't got to deal with that shit. Absolutely. I wouldn't wish that on nobody because I've dealt with that in my family. So, hopefully he don't got to deal with none of that shit. But I bring that up because in, when he was talking about that, he was talking about this latest, this latest Thor movie. How most people, you know, wasn't really rocking with the Thor movie. Most people didn't like it. They wanted more. And I would say it wasn't a bad movie, but it didn't scratch that itch like it should have. You know what I mean? Like, a Thor movie should be hella fun, a great time. And it just didn't All that it. shit watered down. Yeah, yeah. It was... It, they, they, they watered all that shit down because there's so many, there's so many things that, like, motherfuckers is, like, going against, like, with the LGB shit. And then the other motherfuckers, like, everybody got to say so. So now... Like, you know, the actors and shit, they can't act like how they did back in the days when we fell in love with the movies. Yeah, and his main thing that he had said was specifically was uh, with the director, Taika Waititi. Well, he kind of alluded to it um, because he, he said he wants a totally different tone for the next Thor movie. Like, if he was going to do another one, and there's nothing confirmed that he will, so he doesn't even know that or not, they can even ask him. But... He was saying that he he totally needs a, a complete reset, doesn't want it to be like this one. Basically kind of said, like, this one was, like, exhausted. I have his exact quote here. Um, he said, you know, I've had such a unique opportunity with Infinity War and Endgame to do very drastic things with the character. I enjoy that. I like keeping people on their toes. It keeps me on my toes. It keeps me invested. Um, blah, 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 blah. 
He said, I've said this before, but when it comes to familiar, I think there's a risk in getting lazy then because I know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm even invited back, but if I was, I think it would have to be drastically different version and tone everything just for my own sanity. And they say he kind of like laughs when he says that. And uh, he said Thor lost his mind that last one. He's got to figure it out now. And to me hearing that, that's him saying like, I don't want to double down on comedy. Not everything has to be so fucking funny and like ruin all the serious moments with another joke that's like not even really that funny. Like, yeah, like what's the where's the like the super detailed action and like the shit that make us wonder the cliffhangers like they all the cliffhangers now is whack as fuck. You know, I still haven't seen that one yet. See uh, the Love and Thunder. Yeah, I mean. Should I? Yeah, you should. Sure. You it's sh- not bad. You should, and the end credit yeah, scene is gonna right. have something to do. Like, don't you, go pay for it. Yeah, give give it a watch. It's on Disney Plus, so you can go watch it on Disney Plus. All right, all right, all right. D, uh, but D, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to what you said, and you brought up a good point earlier, and that's why I've been I've been hounding these motherfuckers on this podcast that DC is taking over Marvel in this next ten years, five years, and it's exactly for the reason that you said. D, uh, Marvel was is run through Disney now. And Disney is so concerned about keeping everybody from every, you know, origin happy that you almost just cannot focus on acting and putting a good performance out. Because they're like, oh, well, if we say this, we're going to offend this person. If we say that, we're going to offend that person. Guess what? You, if you say something, you're going to offend somebody. Get the fuck over it. Don't go out. Of, don't get out of line and just fucking act, man. It's not that hard, you know? No, definitely. And, like... The, people got to understand, like, the world is never going to be that way for anybody. Nobody is going to, nobody gets to go through life and like, oh, everybody's going to love you and support you and tell you what you want to hear and what you think you need to hear from complete strangers and complete random outlet. Like, that's just not how it is for anybody. Like, you know what I mean? And obviously, of course, it is different for certain groups and peoples and all that. And that, and that stuff is still valid, but it... it like I said, not not everything's gonna be PC. Life is not PC, and the world ain't PC, and ain't never gonna be. And I'm not no life rated R like a motherfucker. Yeah. You can walk down the street and see a hobo butt ass naked, <laughs> but life is rated R. Yeah, what talking about and it, yeah, and it's not a. I don't I don't know, man. I just wish they would. I wish they would get away from uh, all that. And and it really, what you see Disney, what it comes down to almost is they're not like. In general, like overall, like the larger mass of every pretty much every culture is okay with their culture being poked at a little bit. It's fun to poke at your own culture. It's fun to poke at other people's cultures. It's like you can make fun of that and still respect each other at the same time. It's the Karens and the dudes that tweet really loud and the guys that try to make noise that Disney has started to bow down to. And when you bow down to those people, you're not you're not going to make a quality product anymore because they are literally well, nitpicking they everything. The vast majority, though. The vast majority or the loudest? Yeah, they're the vast majority because it's more it's more motherfuckers going against the shit that we didn't fell in love with than that's going for the shit that we fell in love with. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense, and that's why Disney is going if the you think it's about going. it, just it's just like how Boosie always getting canceled for thinking how he think, or like you know what I'm saying, like how everybody always getting canceled because they they actually stating their opinions, but it's like shit. If you look back. In the 90s and any time in history before this, motherfuckers been saying what the fuck they wanted to say. And it's just nowadays with all these other motherfuckers coming out with this rights, Asian rights, and LGB rights, and gay, you know, all that shit, nigga. They motherfuckers expected more than than what normal humans get. And that shit is fucking everything up. 
No, I get what you're saying. It should it should be fair playing field the way it was because like I don't know like there's nothing there's nothing malicious I mean, there can be like don't get me wrong like obviously yeah, there's there the line malicious motherfuckers yeah there there are some malicious people who try to push out like propaganda type shit with what they portray you know what I mean so there, that is definitely a possibility but for the most part yeah a lot of this shit would be jokes that motherfuckers get upset about or like like you said poking fun at like. You got to be able to recognize our differences that everybody has, because that's what makes us all human in the goddamn first place. Um, and so I don't know. That's just how I see it. Everything and like, you can't take stuff too personally, man. Like you, you, you know when somebody personally attacking you, and you know when something's supposed to be lighthearted. Exactly, exactly. And that, now I will say the one thing that like, like those Karens and those peoples that talk real loud and you know kind of turn to the majority. Like, uh, like one of the one of the positive things they've done for Hollywood and just acting in movies in general is they've forced Hollywood to have more cultural uh, diversity and, and acting and all that. And that that has made things so – having all these different cultures and everything. I mean, in the workforce and, and acting and whatever, it makes things fucking better having all these different mindsets and points of views and different forms of comedy and, and just different way people go about shit. And it's like that – so that there there is positive. The people that speak out and, and, and make a, a big thing out of stuff, it, it helps at times. Yeah. I totally agree, but I am not like a very diverse TV watcher. I watch black TV, nigga. We we know I watch we... purely black people on TV. I might occasionally watch some motherfucking like you know some anime. Or there, there has not been there has not been Avengers. one year there's not been one year since 2011 where that nigga D didn't go to the Essence Festival. Hey D, I need you to quote Baby Boy right now. I know I'd be giving Tyler shit, but I need a quote from Baby Boy. <laughs> he's laughing. He already has a line in his mind, and he's losing it. I, I think he's choking. He can't think of none of them. There's too many. And he... Which, which one are you going to go with? I was going to go. There's so much shit coming through my head. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give why you Why every time I got to come in the garden, he got to go in the house? Why, why are we no, talking about coming you know to garden? I'm thinking about right now. Uh. I'm thinking about that time when that nigga Jody went up to uh when Cud after he got his bike and shit took. <laughs> I got jumped by some little niggas. Some little niggas. <laughs> some little niggas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to fucking uh Omar Gooding. Uh, Omar Gooding. I think his name's Omar. Uh, he, oh, Cuba Gooding's little brother that played uh Peanut in uh I ain't gonna in lie, Baby that's Boy. That's my favorite scene in that whole fucking movie. Hell yeah, that that, that whole movie is amazing. Uh. And there'll never be another movie like a baby boy. And then I like when that nigga mama, I like when that nigga mama get fucked. That nigga up in there doing a bunny hop. Red almost spit his trick The African squat yeah, fuck. Ass nigga. That nigga swole a bitch. Yeah, the African squat fuck. Man. Hey, if you, can, if you can hit the African squat fuck, you OD, man. You OD for real. You, you official. <laughs> you killed Fred with that one. God damn. <laughs> That's some shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is some OD shit, man. You can't 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 replicate, can't fake it. Baby boy, put on some of the put on some of the realest shit you ever see. All right, all right, all right, all right. Bet, bet. I got a question. What's your favorite? What's your favorite motherfucking black comedy? Harlem Nights. I'm actually in 100% agreement with Tyler. Harlem Nights is fantastic. White chicks. White Chicks is good too. White That's Chicks is your favorite a black comedy, bro. Harlem Nights, dude. You can't, nigga. <laughs> you really can't tell me like uh, another movie that had as many comedic time, like that comedic timing 
and all the amount of jokes. Because them niggas like improv that whole movie, bro. Eddie Murphy got all them old black comedians, all them old heads in. And bro, like, yeah. we'll never we'll never yeah. get nothing we'll never he get do. nothing like that but, again. Yeah, we won't. That's a that's a motherfucking classic. But I'm talking about like nigga, like not you can't put hard and ice in that. Cause that's just that's just you can't put nothing above like above that. You that can't is, put that so, in the category. So, that's black as it you know, that's number one that we can't say that. Mm-mm. You gotta choose something else. You can't, you can't put Harlem Nights in there. Well, if you're not gonna let me pick Harlem Nights, my favorite like black movie, like black cla- like, and it has to be com- comedic. Like okay, it has to okay, be okay, yeah, like comedy. Uh, um, that's hard, dude. I really want to put Next Friday up, but I don't know if I can do Next Friday, just because nah, it's definitely not Friday for me. I, I got changed, two. I changed mine. It's actually how high. How high is up there Ooh, for sure? Definitely in my that's definitely in my top three. How high is for surely up there? I don't know. What's your number one then, nigga? My number one, nigga. What's that movie when that nigga did three strikes? You, you don't even know the movie. movie. You don't even know it. What do you? <laughs> three strikes, nigga. You know what three strikes is? You ever seen three strikes? <laughs> three strikes? No. Yeah, you're out. Three strikes, yeah, and you're out. That's all I know. You're out. Ah. <laughs> 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 I don't, Google I don't... Three Strikes right now, nigga. That um, motherfucking movie is hilarious. That, that's when Stacy, the nigga from The Wood. DeAndre Barnes. That nigga got, he got fucked by a faggot uh, security guard. Bro, no. Okay, I know. No, see, I know a movie you talking about. Nigga, that's not a comedy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a fucking comedy movie. Wait a minute. <laughs> that movie is dumb ass funny. That, you was thinking of something different. Is it the that one with the phase on night? Phase on love. The one with phase on love. And David yeah, Allen. And, and David Allen Greer is in it. I don't know who that is. That's that black nigga. That's the black nigga. Uh, he was in. Uh, he From was in boomerang. That was fucking in the bathroom. No, he was a nigga in boomerang. Remember, uh, uh, the, the the friend whose parents was fucking in the bathroom. Uh no, nah, I'm talking about the nigga. This the nigga that was fucking in the bathroom of Soul Plane. No, no, no. That's not David Allen Greer. Was Simone? No, no, that's not David Allen Greer. No, nah, that, but that's the nigga that's in this movie. He the main character. Man, I know, I the, the movie you talking about where that nigga that plays Stacy from the Wood, uh, where he get raped in prison, fool. That and is. He got uh, his ass tooted up in a little little chair. Nah, look, his cause legs broke. Nah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said his legs was broke. That's fucked up. What? That nigga was fucked up. He's a hey, paraplegic. I'm, I'm about to send you. I'm about to send you something about it. Man. You're going to see what the fuck I'm talking about. See, I'm talking about the movie where he was with the, It was a serious movie when them niggas all got arrested and he got fucked by the fucking rights, uh, the white supremacist niggas, man. Oh, hell no. Nah. Bro, that was the, another... I don't remember what... I can't remember the name of that movie, but... I don't know. I ain't never heard of no three strikes, man. So I, I ain't I'm about putting... to sit... Look, look. Look at your messages right now, nigga. That, that one is... Uh... Yeah, it ain't popped up yet, but well, uh, that's oh, all right. Oh, oh, oh. Well, uh, uh, speaking of movies, we, we need to move on to our our next topic here. And this D is probably going to be completely out on this one because this is a, a movie, I guess, with a lot of white people in it. So, Yeah, uh, that's true. If, there, if, if, there's, <laughs> like these... if there's not at least, like, 50% black people in the movie, he he's not going to watch it. I don't think I think it might be like I, I'm trying. Yeah, hey, I'm a little racist with my TV. I'm not racist in life, but with, with TV, I am. No, you a little bit racist in life, but that's weird. Isn't it? I'm trying to look back on the on the first. The, no, the, I love everybody. I will. Feel, I mean, not now, but 
In my past life, I would have fucked any race. <laughs> that doesn't surprise any of us. You said that. I don't know if you said that in a good way or a bad way. I said it because he's engaged now. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to back up D here a little bit. <laughs> Man, a yeah. Little, in any race of bitch. <laughs> Don't get it fucked up. He sound like that that Boondocks episode. East Indian bitches, West Indian bitches, white bitches, half white bitches. <laughs> or that one with, I just want booty. Y'all check the chat. That's the movie I'm talking about. Man, it still ain't popped up. Y'all ain't never seen that movie. Go watch that movie. That movie's funny as a bitch. Three strikes. Three strikes my, okay, yeah, we see the clip here, but yeah. All right, man. Well, I guess Three Strikes is your number one. That's, I don't even want to continue with that list if that's your number one. That's, I don't know. I'm not going to know none of the other motherfucking movies. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm a black, I'm a black kind of sewer of movies, man. I mean, you are, because you know all the black movies that I ain't never even fucking heard of. The black, but... it's the black movies. The shit you get on bootleg back in the day. <laughs> that's how I used to watch all your shits. But, uh, I mean, that, speaking of, we'll, we'll move on to uh, some uh, upcoming movies. We covered a couple last week on my I made a top five and uh I guess we just got a couple late honorable mentions we'll call them uh a couple ones were coming up that me and Cody were talking about recently we're really excited about um if you've been to any new movies recently you've seen the Violent Night uh, movie trailer and uh you heard that right Violent Night not like Silent Night but yeah basically the plot is it's uh David Harbour who uh is the the guy that played Hopper Hopper yeah uh, Sheriff Hopper from Stranger Things um, he's been blowing up in Hollywood ever since he had that role from Stranger Things, and he uh, he basically is playing a Santa Claus that drinks and gets very violent, <laughs> and is like a badass Santa Claus, and he's like trying to save this little girl who's caught up in some robbery or something like that. She calls him on some magic phone. It, it's like magical action movie because it's like he's like the real Santa. And I don't know. It's a very interesting premise. I think it might be a fun action movie, fun Christmas action movie. Yeah, it might. It, it sounds like um, what's that? The one with the motherfucking um, that one white motherfucker. That's always Santa Claus. He coming out with a Santa Claus movie too. What you what you talking about? Uh, uh, Bill, uh Bad Santa with Billy Bob Thornton? Nah, because Bad Santa got uh Bernie Mac in it, don't it? No, Bad Santa was a. Uh... I have a personal relationship with Bad Santa. I'll say, no, Bad Santa was just Billy Bob Thornton and uh, the 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 black uh, the black midget or short little person. Sorry, midget's not. You're supposed to say no more. Yeah, we might have to bleep that out. There you go. <laughs> Feeling strong, my friend. Call me Elf one more time. I don't know. I know it's one motherfucker that plays Santa Claus. That nigga fell off the roof and shit with the little white children. <laughs> I there's white children in every Santa Claus yeah, movie. The man. way I describe movies, y'all never understand. <laughs> you know, you are like over two of the movies because tonight. you be describing some broad ass shit, nigga. That could that that includes so many movies. It's white children in every Santa Claus movie you ever seen. But how many of Santa Claus movies you seen the nigga fall off the roof? Shit, like <laughs> the original Santa Claus with <laughs> yeah, Tim the, Allen, the, the Santa Claus Christmas with the Cranks, also Tim Allen. Doesn't he come from the chimney? Yeah, I'm, this <laughs> motherfucker is. You know who I'm talking about? Is is he a blonde or a redhead or something? <laughs> nigga, for all I know, you might have saw the porn parody or something, and that's what you think the movie oh, is. Shit, man. Yeah, I'm geeky. <laughs> let's, let's let's wrap back to this Violet Night. I uh, I am completely like in terms of the the storyline and and what they're gonna do with this. I don't 
I don't know what to think. It makes me think initially it's going to be a miss. But okay, this is. That. But here's where I'm going to have faith. This is the directors that did the John Wick movies. Yes. This is without a doubt. I think is going to be a, a like a crazy action movie. So like we're going to get the cool action regardless of it's a cool movie or not. It's going to be kind of like we talked about last week with John Wick Four. I think it might be like an action movie true to its core. Absolutely. We might see some dope action scenes, so I'm I'm there for sure. If they don't have Santa Claus stab a nigga through the neck with a sharpened candy cane, what was it all for? Tyler, the one-liners that Santa Claus is going to say after killing people, you're going to lose your mind. I mean, it's I can time for some seasons beatings. Ho ho ho, <laughs> bitch! Merry Christmas. That's a that's a, yeah. I, I mean, I can I can I can only imagine how much fun I'd have writing a script like that. They, they beat me to it, but. Uh, now I know I can. I, I got no pick. fuck no. The dude that you're talking about that played Bad Santa, that is definitely not who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, did you look it up? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hell who, yeah, I looked that shit up. Well, I don't know who the fuck you talking about. We're talking about redheaded, played Santa Claus all the time. Speaking of speaking of Bad Santa, why don't you just call people, Santa Claus? You dumb fuck. People that don't know what I look like, go Google a picture of the fat kid from Bad Santa. Uh, that's <laughs> bro, shit. that's kind of what I look Tell like. Me, you don't fucking look like that kid. That not what you look like. Yeah, I was like, don't listen to this. You, man. you look like you look like the little kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> Which one? Which one? <laughs> Dustin, the, you the, about the, Dustin? The, the, the little one with the two front teeth. I look like Dustin. No, I, in what way <laughs> do even, I look? That's even more off. Cody's, Cody's always been the Gerber baby. For yeah. those who know, they he's, know. He's Cody's Gerber always baby. been the Gerber He's the Gerber baby. baby with a beard. The beard hides it, definitely, and I'll never shave my beard ever in my life because it shows my true colors, and it's gross. So gross. We all love this new Cody. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Oh, Tim Allen. Yeah, Tyler, you was right. Tim Allen. That's the nigga I'm talking about. Yeah, dude. That shit wasn't an action movie. No, I didn't say it was an action movie, nigga. I said that is that the nigga that you that uh Oh no, 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 no. We talking about David Harbour. He's uh from Stranger Things. He, he played uh the, I know, new- the little the nigga that wanna be fucking L's daddy so bad. <laughs> yeah, that nigga. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all we're all on the same page now. <laughs> That is hilarious. That is a fruit ball. I think he like L. Oh, love. What? Oh, homo ass, homosexual ass bitch. I don't, I don't, I don't think you. I don't think you finished any bit of Stranger Things. I'm just gonna mute my mic for a minute. <laughs> no, I'm talking. I'm talking about in real life. That nigga be over there prowling. Oh man, I don't. I, don't, I would hope not. Shit. Okay, hey, edit that out. <laughs> 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 say less, say less. But uh, this uh, this this next upcoming one that uh, we, we got to look forward to another honorable mention for next year that that'll be that'll be dope. This will be called Cocaine Bear, and that is the actual name of the movie, Cocaine Bear. And it's about exactly what the fuck the title was called: a bear that goes on a fucking drug fueled rampage after he gets into some cocaine. Now I. Uh, hey. The fact that you say this is an honorable mention movie is kind of just disgusting. This is going to be one of the... I think this is going to be like a Sharknado-type movie where it's just so absurd that people are kind of obsessed with it. You know what I think it's going to be? A mixture between motherfucking Ted and the motherfucking Project X movie. I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be anywhere close to either of those. I gotta you, have you, you looked gotta... up this? Do you even know what movie we're talking about, Dee? No, I'm about to look it up. I'm looking <laughs> it up right now. <laughs> I'm going off what Tyler said. I gotta Tyler tell you, said, 
You sometimes you say some things that like really catch me off guard. Like I, I respect that is a hell of a that is a hell of a mixture of movies. Listen, what's the name of the movie? It's called Cocaine Bear. Exactly, nigga. And that shit brings up Ted in my head. <laughs> the bear don't talk. Do you, uh, D, let me give you uh-huh. a, let me give you a pretext to this movie, D. Before you just keep saying things, this movie is literally about a drug smuggler who threw cocaine out of his airplane, and a bear walked across it, s- sniffed it all up, and then went on a rampage afterwards, and, and like an actual bear, nigga. <laughs> What the fuck? It is loosely inspired by a true story. That is crazy as a bitch. Uh, you want to know? Lie. I see what the fuck you're talking about. They got this big ass dead ass bear animal <laughs> you on the goddamn cover. You want to know how loosely based this movie is on <laughs> what they're doing here? Loosely. This based. is how loosely based it was. This is this is a real event. There was a, a a known drug smuggler whose plane was too heavy. So it was going down. So he threw out his bag of cocaine or his, his satchel of cocaine, and then he he jumped out with his parachute. His parachute was faulty, so he ended up dying. And then three months later, they found a bear dead with all the cocaine ingested inside of it. There, There's no, like, the, the bear didn't do anything but ingest the cocaine and die. And they're going to make a murderous bear rampage movie off of that, saying it's based on true events. Yeah, so R.I.P. to that bear in real life, man. Shouts out to that bear. We died like cooler than any other bear. That was a cool bear. <laughs> he, he sniffed so much. I wonder how much he got sniffed up before it was lights out. He definitely piped before he died, bro. He found some bear, bitch. He, you, know, you know how much distance he covered? Oh, dude, dead sprint. I before think he passed out? He might have been up for like a month straight. <laughs> a bear? A rage and feel bear off coke? Yeah, mm. the thing, man. Mm. He went, he went, he went and balled out before he called him in for that heart gave out. That's a bear heart. That should go for a minute. <laughs> That's, mm. Yeah, like I said, this is gonna be some Sharknado type shit. That just is like <laughs> the fact that you said it's gonna be an honorable mention for next year. I, I highly disagree with you on that. But you gotta understand that the thing about what's good about Sharknado is that's the beauty of movies. There are movies that there's that category of so bad it's good. Like because you have you you can't tell me you don't genuinely have a great time. Watching those shitty ass movies with your boys and just how much you laugh, how much you can have fun joking, like that shit is a good time. The fact that it's so bad and so ridiculous is what make you have fun watching that shit. So uh, even that's why I would say it's an honorable mention because it's gonna be a good time watch. I, I'm shitting on Sharknado, but they literally it did good enough to make a Sharknado too. So dude, <laughs> like, what, I'm, what are you talking? They made like six of did them. They dude. really. What are you talking about? They've, okay, well, they were just stretching for money at that point. The fact that they went on to a second one shows. Let me tell you right now, they had Tara Reid in all the sequels. Yeah, that's how they, they, they yeah they had they would direct the DVD. I've never seen none of that shit y'all talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's you're not, not you're not missing nothing either. Like they're just really bad movies that are so bad they're like fun to watch. You know, it's a badass movie that that's okay though. I still watch it. <laughs> I can't White wait girls. to hear this. White chicks. You think so? But but you enjoy it though. Like it's a good movie. You would say. No, but I I mean yeah I enjoy it, but it's a terrible fucking movie. No, I think that shit is hilarious. D, <laughs> D that's because you think of yourself as Terry Crews in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, hey, hey, that nigga Fred, Fred hit the nail on the head. That nigga Fred hit the nail on the head. That nigga D, I'm making my way downtown. 
fucking bad. Faces passing them home now. Oh, shit. Back up, Tony. Oh, hey, bitch. Hey, you stupid as fuck. That nigga DB walking around the beach. Uh, careful, white chocolate. I wouldn't want you to melt. You stupid as fuck. Oh, where'd the sun go? But I was in the sun. <laughs> Hey, you dumb as fuck. Yeah. Hey, you, Fred, you stupid. But I do think that movie is hella corny. That is one of the funniest written characters of all time. Oh, straight no, jokes. I think Marlon, I think them niggas, is, I think the Wayne Brothers is funny as shit, but I don't think that movie is funny. Oh, bullshit. You know, if you put that shit on while you smoking, you gonna laugh your motherfucking ass off. No, I'd rather put on All About the Benjamins. Oh, that's a good one. That that one I do love with Mike Epps and, and Q. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that on them fucking watch White Chicks because they came out around the same times, right? Yeah, roughly. They both early 2000s, so yeah, roughly, yeah, around, like the same roughly time. around the same time. White Chicks and, and All uh, About the Benjamins. All About the Benjamins was slept on, though, because that's just for black people. Though. Only black people really know about that. Everybody that knows about fucking, White Chicks. That shit's so fucking funny. You no, know, it's, nigga, what? That's one of the, yeah, hell, hell yeah, that's five, a black classic top 10. Four, five, third, seven. Yeah, man. Well, look, man. Uh, I, I just it just popped in my head right now hearing you count. Next next time we do this, you got to be in person. And uh, I I think a Domino's game podcast would be a Domino's game. I, I think a podcast at during a Domino's game we could work it out some type of way. I think that'd be a lit time. Put do some I, money on it. Do I have to expedite another mic or something? Nah, D's got a mic, bro. No. Do another headset yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah. I got a, I, I ordered a brand new headset. I just was I just couldn't I couldn't make it over there. You know, packages. I ordered I ordered a brand new headset. So DJ, it's Christmas time, man. We gotta get this shit right. DJ just got a brand new uh DJ got a brand new Tybo DVD, and so he was uh, at the crib doing that. He that Tybo DVD. That Billy Blanks one, two, three, four. Then you, look, then you, look, then you, look, you know if you count if you count out your little punches. That's a, that's what you did. D was on that tonight, so he didn't have time to get over here. Oh, but we're all yeah, we're all set up. D these bitch ass just needs to make it here to the fucking podcast. I mean, he said he's been doing it for what? This is the seventh episode. D, you were supposed to be here on episode one, and you've had your mic since Boy. episode one, and you just don't show up. So I just I'm kind of we have to call. We literally have to call you to get you on the podcast. I don't. I don't. Do you not like us, D? Do you not fuck with us? I don't understand. Every time y'all were doing this shit, bro, I was just at work. Out of town, and like you feel me, I was always on some shit. If if I sent him a booty pic, he would have hopped. Oh, on. he would have hollered. He would he, he, he would have yeah. been over here in ten minutes. <laughs> what? Don't get me started. Cool, I've got his shirt off right now. I, I literally ten minutes. What a good time! I have my shirt off for this podcast, and you're not here for it. And that's, that's... Oh, you over there with you over there with the white man and his nipples out. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. He he, he, he done had his titties out for like twenty minutes, and uh. Yeah, I'm ready to end this podcast, if you know what I'm saying. It's hot as Fred, fuck up Fred, in this house. Fred, how you feeling over there? Dude, honestly, they got a presence on the mic. It was intimidating, but after some drinks, it's like just being with the boys. These beatboxes getting slurped down, Boy, baby. Beatboxes are no joke. Y'all are digging on beatboxes. <laughs> Two of them. Yeah. Oh, me and my baby about to take a shot with y'all. What's up? Ooh, Everybody uh, shots up. Shots? Hey, shots up. Listeners, you know, whatever you're drinking on, put it up in the air. We're going to take one together Hello, right cheers, now. Here. Got to. Cheers, dude. All right, Tyler, I know you got some tequila or something over there tucked <laughs> in the inside. It's set. all totally empty. I have nothing. We act. What? Isn't that a big old bottle of E&J right over there? We have Hennessy inside the fridge right now, Cody. Or in my freezer. We'll take a shot. 
All right, special occasion. Might as well have the special shots. We got everybody on here, listeners. I hope you got some going. This is back to back weeks for me having to take shots on the podcast. I don't. I don't want to make this a regular thing. You know what I mean? Like, hey, what a better time! Oh, to do it, this is this is. What is it, what is what is what is the name of the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Su- it, it, it's suds. There ain't, ain't no suds and liquor. You, there ain't no goddamn suds and liquor. Suds and buds. Suds podcast. is beer. Suds is beer. So. Add some seltzer to your shit. Hey, <laughs> there's a little bit of suds in there. Cheers to the henny shots. Yeah, yeah. Go up with the yak. Cheers. Oh yeah, that's a that's a way to end the night, baby. It's tough when you got to chase it with a beatbox. It's uh, yeah. I mean, beatboxes are good, but it's just straight so liquor, baby. Hey, and what better way to end it, man? I think I think I'll that was a ending. that was a that, that was a great way to finish it up, baby. Ad, we glad you could call in next time. Yo, like we said, your ass gonna be here in person, and uh, it's gonna be a good time, man. We're gonna get you here for oh, sure. You know, bro. I'm gonna keep hounding your ass until you're here. I'm not gonna let you go, bro. I know, I know you. You're gonna be slipping in trying to make another phone call next week. And I'm gonna oh be- yeah, you know, just 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 wait till I pull up. It's yep. gonna be lit. We're waiting. We're here. Ain't, D- ain't no way in hell y'all gonna I'm gonna have y'all so drunk. D, D- pull up in slippers, pajama pants, and a crop top <laughs> with no drawers. But no drawers. That's how he pull up to everywhere. It'd be 30 degrees outside. Nigga got his belly button you know, you know, I pull up with no drawers. No drawers. That's his thing. Well, hey, man. Hey, we appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode. It's been a great one. We faded as hell. We hope y'all faded as hell, man. Stay smoked up. Stay, stay, stay sipping on that good. Y'all have a good one. Cheers. Stay high. And always drink your yak before bed. <laughs>